Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pav's Table Talk. We are on Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Chris here with your boy, Pavin. How's it going, What's Pavin? up, everybody? Hey, Pav, just before we begin, I want to say happy almost birthday, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate You're, it. Yeah, 24 years old. How are you feeling? Older. Yeah. Definitely. Um, probably going to sink in a week from now, and I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Where did all the time go? Where did all the time Where go? Where did it all go? Feeling a little wiser? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a way. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, you know, when you look at back into your teenage years versus now, a lot's shifted. Yeah. You know, everybody's moving on, doing their own thing. So I feel like I'm just maturing the same way everybody else is. All right. Well, what is one thing from this last year you feel you've accomplished? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Think about it. One year. So where were you a year ago? What have you accomplished? One thing. Absolutely nothing. That is a lie. I don't think I've done much in the last year, dude. You didn't get a degree? No, that was two years ago. Wasn't it? No, dude, that was this year. You got a degree in... Last year. It's about to be 2020. I got it in 2018. It's 2019. <laughs> it's about to be 2020, though. You got a year and a half ago, man. Yeah. We are old, man. He's got his dates wrong and shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you really did do nothing. Yeah, it's nothing at all. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Like a piece of shit. Man, this is getting really sentimental here. You feeling stressed about that? Oh, man. Where did this just take it? Uh, yeah, very stressed out. A lot of anxiety. My receding hairline is continuing to recede. And now I'm sad here. Oh, man. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we took a quick break, but we're back. So we figured it out. So you're still 23, so you had it when you were 22, so a year ago. But technically, it's been over a year because we had it in June and September now. Right, now that I've had time to recollect my thoughts, I would say in the last year, I've figured out um, who I am now, more of a person, you know, what my interests are. Because before, I feel like I was just a chicken running without its head on, you know, just doing... As I'm told. Yeah. I love uh, how you said chicken without its head on. Chicken with its head cut off. <laughs> same shit. Different pile, right? Yeah. No, I got you. I feel you. All right. Before we get any further, we have Nick and Sarah in the audience today. So if you hear any random laughter or snorts, that's probably those two. And uh, Pav, you know, I'm really glad that you've come to find out who yourself is because you probably had to go through a lot of changes and a lot of different emotions getting to where you are today. Tons. Right? And I- yeah, sorry. No, yeah, no, and you just you. got your full-time job and everything? Uh, Yeah, temporary. Big yeah. is a big thing because that's what I want to do full-time. But like I said, I just want to do a career where I'm helping people. And, you know, I try to get on as soon as I can. But I think it's important for, you know, everybody listening to this that just know that it's not a race. You know, it's going to take time for you. Like, at the end of the day, it's a marathon. Get your pace. Be comfortable with it. Enjoy it. But work hard at the same time. Yeah, I really think that life can be challenging and getting to where you want to be can be stressful and give people anxiety. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the topic of stress and anxiety. So, Pav, what I had what in mind was we would spend this episode more so discussing stress and anxiety like as a whole, like just kind of like identifying it and trying to figure out what causes it. And then maybe on a later date, or if we get enough time to come to it, like how we actually manage it. So I was wondering Ooh, how you want to take on that. that. We could see where it leads, but I feel like 
if you're going to talk about one, it's going to eventually lead into another. So I don't know. We can try separating it, but we might end up just merging it. Yeah, let's, so let's see. So in this last year, what has stuck out the most as a challenge and has it caused you any stress? Like what has you found difficult? Uh, just, you know, like we said earlier, just figuring out what you want to do and take the next step in your life and get to it, right? Right. Because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you spend another year you know, just dancing around. So I think the, you know, stress and anxiety wise, like just figuring out what I want to do for a career. Yeah. Sticking to it and giving 110% was the toughest thing because I spend, you know, I was, I used to even text you like every day I would be, oh, I spent, you know, this much hours looking at these schools. Oh, I don't have the, you know, the GPA for these ones because I didn't do my good my first two years. So and so, it's getting stressful because now my options are limited. Yeah. But then I think like, um, you know, part of it was is like, I got through it because I knew that if it was something I really wanted, I would go. And you know, if I needed to get this grade done, I'd go back and do it. If I really wanted to do it, you know what? No matter what people say, hey, you're gonna do this again for another year. I think you know what? If you really want it, go get it. Say fuck it. And, you know, chase your dreams. Right. So just trying to distinguish the difference between stress and anxiety here. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that, you know, being in school for a long time can cause both. Do you think that there is a difference between stress and anxiety? Well, the way I see it, um, so stress is more of something that accumulates. Um, while anxiety, I think, comes in spurts almost. Like, I'm not always anxious. I'm yeah, anxious when I'm in social situations. Right. When I can be stressed out a whole day thinking about something. But, I mean, I guess you could be, I don't know. I've never been anxious waiting for something to come a week from now. I, I might be stressed about it, but I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I feel that in your case, you had stress because you had guide timelines. Because you wanted to get through school in a good amount of time you had things you wanted to get done and that caused stress because you had all these goals and you had an idea of what you wanted to do and you wanted to get there and it was stressful because every time something would cause a little bit of a roadblock and give you more challenges it would set you off your course whereas i see anxiety is something like sort of what you said of it just kind of comes in spurts but sometimes you don't have much control over anxiety and anxiety might be more of the overwhelming emotion. Yeah, for sure. Of when maybe you were trying looking through schools for a long time and you're seeing all these different schools and the stress eventually led into anxiety where it just became so overwhelming you couldn't even sit down to focus to do those things. Mm-hmm. And I think with stress is like it comes in so many different ways. Right. Like, you know, uh, sleep, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even when you get a little stress affects your sleep, emotions can affect your stress levels. Yeah. So many things can contribute to your stress, your work. You know, even if you like, you know, they always say it's a little bit of stress, stress is healthy for you. Keeps the body's system strong and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. But man, it, like if you don't take care of yourself, you know, the stress will add up. And before you know, your health's fucking <laughs> right. in the shitter. So I remember, not to just expose you too much, but you were saying Whoa, that during on. school, you were not sleeping the greatest. Do you uh, think that was stress-related? Um, I would say, looking back at it, it was stress, but it was, like, also my own self-doing. 
because I let that I let it get to the stage. Um, you know, there's this thing that we learned in class a while back where they call it it was a trap. Um, and essentially, what that trap is. It's called a scarcity trap. You know, a lot of everybody experiences it in different ways, especially in school. Because, you know, uh, a lot of us, when you're in school, you know, you're doing four classes, you're working, and you're trying to meet demands. And I feel like this is, everybody can relate to this, where, you know, you try to stay on top of things to start with. But, you know, you know, one day something pops up, and, you know, the teacher's like, oh, we got a surprise paper due or whatnot. It throws your whole routine off, and now all of a sudden... You spend your time on one class, which means that you um, lose time in studying for your other classes, and then you lose time studying that, and it keeps repeating itself. You keep digging yourself in a hole deeper and deeper, and every time you take a day to, you know, oh, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this movie by myself. You dig yourself deeper in that because you throw yourself off routine. So it's really tough when you're in school because unless you, you know, you got your fucking shit together and you got no room for slipping up. You're going to feel stress. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally understand that. And going through school is obviously one area that a lot of people do feel stress. But it applies to going to work every day and any kind of thing where you have routine and you have a mandate where you need to feel something. And I guess for a lot of people, they go through school and I assume that some don't feel stressed because maybe they're not on a timeline or they don't have expectations for others. Exactly. Exactly. it's that slack factor. It's like, do you have that room yeah. to mess up where, you know, if it doesn't go your way, it's not going to affect you in the long run? Because a lot of people, they don't have that slack, you know? Mm-hmm. And having that slack, you know what? It's nice because it's like, oh, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't have it, then you're going to, as soon as one thing pops up, all of a sudden you're stuck in this hole again. Yeah. I remember one time I was talking to one of my friends, actually two of my friends when we were playing basketball. And the one guy was talking about what he wanted to do and how he w- didn't want to go to school. He was still working, but he wanted to pursue some kind of arts career. And my other friend, who's very academic, was like, no, you can't do it. Like, life isn't all about fun. Like, you need to do things that get you a good career. And he was stressed because he wanted to finish his pharmacy, get his job done well, and just had a very lot of external pressure from family and expectations from friends to mm-hmm. do well and succeed that he was telling his own friend that, no, you can't pursue fun, you need to pursue a career. And this is someone who's obviously been impacted by stress and possibly has some anxiety, but they just have these external expectations where you need to do something. And I know other people where they want to go through school but they don't quite know what they want to do. And it's those external expectations that they have from people they, that put it on them that causes them to be more stressed than what they may have normally. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, because it can be tough when you're doing something that you want to do, but you're not quite sure where it's going to lead you. But then all of a sudden you have people telling you that you need to know, but you just don't know. Like how do you come up with an answer you don't even know the question to. Exactly. Right? It's just don't. And then people are expecting you to give them something, but you don't even know what you're looking for. Right? So obviously, those kinds of things can cause people stress and anxiety. And going back to school, like I have friends too who are trying to go through school, but you're also dealing with different relationship issues, or you're dealing with work issues, or you're dealing with family health. Financial issues. Right? And like, how do those things impact what you're doing? Like your primary like substance what you're doing school for example we're going to stick with 
becomes impacted because you're stressed with everything else in your life. Exactly. Right? And I know for me, my biggest stress came when I entered the master's program last year because that was a whole new challenge in itself. Mm-hmm. Moving from Abbotsford to Vancouver, damn, that was stressful stuff. Never been out of home before. Mom wasn't there to clean up and cook for me. I was all alone. Well, I had a roommate. But, you know, you're by yourself. So it's stressful. You have yeah. to like do a whole yeah. lot more on your own, take care of stuff. Finances become a thing, right? You're not working because you're on student loans. Life becomes stressful. So I was just wondering, like, going forward, what kind of things do you, like, what kind of other things do you find lead to your stress evolving into anxiety? Like, right now, where you are today, like, you found your job. So what, right now, like, how do you find your stress levels today? Well, you know what? I think, in a way, stress and anxiety are closely related. Yeah. Because I think things that you're stressed out about, you can also feel anxious about. For example, you're stressed about school, so you know you being stressed about one class may lead to you being anxious for taking that test. Or you know, if you're stressed out at work, you may feel anxious when you get asked to do a job, you know, where you're going to be marked on your performance. So I mean, I don't know. That's my thought on how anxiety is related to stress. What do you think about that? Yeah, I know from speaking from experience, one my one of my relationships caused me a lot of stress and I did become anxious from it to the point where certain things were overwhelming because the relationship wasn't going well. So it was impacting my work life because I wasn't sleeping enough. So when I went to work, I was tired, wasn't putting in my effort. When I was in school, I was distracted. I wasn't able to take notes or focus for long. Studying was a problem. I didn't have the time committed to my friends and family because I was dealing with that. So I had all this external stress coming from this one source like your stressor source, right? Exactly. Right. So this relationship was my stressor source. I ended up doing the worst in school that year. I had struggling relationships with my friends and family, right? My me- my mental health was bad as long as my physical health because going to the gym wasn't quite as good because I wasn't focused, wasn't sleeping. So all these different things started to pile up and feed into each other. And then it was ended up being once I removed that stressor, like once we broke up and moved ways, then I started to be able to come out of that hole I dug for myself, right? And it's just interesting how one thing, one stressor can impact so many different parts of your life, right? No, it's crazy. Because I know, and I mean, I've been in similar situations, and, you know, a lot of people, including myself, I don't know how to deal with it, right? Like, how do you deal with stress? Do you just, you know, evade the stressor? Uh, do you eliminate it in any way that you can because uh, I really got to the point where I was like so stressed out with all this shit and my only motivation and it's gonna kind of sound kind of weird but I would, there's this playlist they have on Apple Music it's called like motivational speeches mm-hmm. fucking every single gym session I listen to these motivational speeches there's this guy called Inky Johnson he's got the best motivational speeches and that's how I get to my gym workouts because just the regular music wasn't doing it for me. I would just do I would do lighter weights, just just say, oh yeah, I went to the gym, and they were the worst gym sessions ever. And I had some guys go up to me and be like, yo, why aren't you, uh, you know, doing heavier weights? Because I'm working with guys that are just new to the gym. And I said, I don't really fucking know. I'm not paying attention to it. I'm just doing it to do it. Right. There's no purpose behind it, and that's just because I wasn't focused. Right. So did listening to these motivational speeches. How did it make you feel? Did it change your... It was, uh, you know what it was? It was almost like a self-therapy session. Right. Instead of having somebody to, like, 
say, hey, you know what? This is what you should do. Mm-hmm. It was like that voice in, you know, in my head saying, hey, you know what? You know, listen to what I'm saying. Work hard. It'll all work out in the end. Right. It was just sort of those voices that I needed to hear that nobody else was telling me. Right. You know, more, it could be more than that. I was closing people off because I'm more introverted like that. A little shy, but I mean, that's just the way I went through it. Well, it seems like you found a pretty good self-way to regulate your own stress. And have you continued that strategy going forward? Or? Uh, well, I mean, for that time being, it helped. And then, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. You can't. It's always when somebody asks you if you're stressed out. It's that's a tough question to answer. You might not be stressed out, you know, a lot at that time, but you still may be stressed overall just mm-hmm. because of everything. Like I, right now, I'd say I'm. I would say I'm like maybe a little stressed, but that's. I mean, who knows how accurate that answer really is? Yeah, but I feel everyone needs a little bit of stress, though. Uh-huh. I think a little bit of stress is good because it helps keep you focused. It gives you a sense of uh, urgency to make sure you do the things that are important. Because if you weren't stressed, it'd be easy to slack off and fall behind on certain things. But just having that little extra idea of, okay, I need to make sure I get this done, keeps you on task and doing, going to your job early, making sure you're getting that done, doing all your homework, studying for exams, right? Keeping in touch with your friends and family, making sure your relationships are healthy. Just because a little stress, life is essentially full of different stressors so it's just how we manage and deal with them and how we try and not let them pile up so it's just shifting through like what's a good stressor and what's a bad stressor Uh right and trying to determine what's actually causing my stress to become anxiety and what's my stress that's actually just helping push me forward in my life Right. You right. Think, you see what I'm no, I see. Get I see where you're that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, for my example, what that negative relationship was, it was obviously a negative stressor because I saw the impact inflicting all the other aspects of my life. See, now that's the toughest part. I mean, I feel like majority of people they don't identify that right away. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know a relationship is negative? I guess you need somebody to sort of point out to you most of the time because you sort of. Just get used to things. And you know what? You're totally right because I did get used to things. And it wasn't until my parents told me that they said, you seem you seem stressed. Uh-huh. Right? They told me that you look like you're stressed. You look like you have more anxiety. And that's when you realize it almost. Exactly. And it's when they told me that that I started to like reflect on my relationship at the time and realize, you know what? I'm actually not happy or in a good headspace. I'm quite impacted. And I can see that everything I love in my life is not falling apart, but it's being brought down because of my own mental state. You know what? That's huge because I don't think anybody, I mean, I know a lot of people, they don't look at themselves and be like, all right, am I happy or am I sad? You know, you just sort of just go with the flow. Because I know a lot of times when I figure out I'm stressed or something's wrong or I put on weight, I don't even realize it myself. It takes somebody else to point out. And then I think about it. I'm like, holy fuck, what just happened? You know, where did I put on this extra weight? Why is this all happening? You know? Yeah. Like my health in general. You really habituate to the new level because you see yourself and you deal with yourself every day. So it's gradual and it's not as sudden to someone who may see you bi-weekly. Exactly. And it's it's important to always check in with yourself every once in a while. Do these mindfulness things to make sure that you're identifying, where am I right now? Am I feeling happy? Am I where my life's going? Am I stressed? What are the things bothering me and how can I help myself? 
And it's really important, I find, that a lot of people want to be helped or have good advice and want to listen, but essentially it's tough to follow through because you've become used to the state you're in. And it's always stressful just changing states. Like to, yeah. change, to change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset is stressful it's itself because strength, it's a whole new adaptation, like a whole new experience. For real. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just making sure that we identify that. So then some positive stress would be like when you have a goal. Like you have a goal in mind for what you want to do. You talking about like in the future? Yeah, for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like you have, you want to go get a house. You want to get a house. I want to do a job I enjoy that pays well. You know, right. I want to do well for myself and well for my friends and my family. Yeah. And whoever I can help. So do you think like that's positively impacting you? I feel like it is. I mean, it's something that makes me happy. Right. So it's a, it's a goal that I want to achieve. I just have to understand that on the way, there's going to be some bumps. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some trenches. You just got to climb out and come back stronger. Yeah, exactly. So then there is positive things that we can have coming out of all these stressors in our life. I think the biggest thing is you just got to do the best for yourself. There's people that don't and they just get stuck in this one zone forever. And I know some guys like that, they just don't progress. Mm -hmm. And they end up just, I don't know, it's tough because maybe that's not a stressful life for them. If we're just talking about this topic of stress, you know, because that's what they enjoy, but... I think along with stress, there needs to be progression. Yeah, I really think so. And we can't expect people to want to change or be able to even change if they can't identify what is causing them stress. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I'll share this, uh, midway through my last September, my last semester, so probably like February or March this year, right after midterms before our finals were coming up, I was probably at my most anxious state. Because the stress of being in my master's program was so high. I was like totally brought down. I was like, our class is super smart. So you're constantly, well, you're not constantly, but you're trying hard not to compare yourself to your peers. Hey, you know what though? Stop there. You're one of the only guys that's in that program with a bio degree. And that's hard in most of those degrees. Yeah, but you're still with a lot of smart people though. Fuck them. <laughs> and, and the thing is, you compare yourself to how well everyone's doing other things. Mm-hmm. And then we, you're not doing as well. Like, I was still doing fine, but I was constantly below average, right? Test back, below average. Grade back, below average. Constantly below average. And everyone else is doing so much better or a little bit better. And then you're always seeing yourself, man, here's the class average. Here I am right below it. And you kind of get in this mind frame, like, man, I'm just always below average. I'm always below average. I'm below half the class. Like, why is this? Ha- why is there half the bottom? Right? You just kind of start beating yourself up a little bit. No, I get you. And then you get to this point where you're like, man, like, is this even where I should be? Like, should I even be in this class? Should I even be with these people? Because they're so much smarter than me. They're gonna make great physios one day, and here I am, below average and everything. Like, what makes me deserve to be here? Like, how did I, I get this spot? Like, this seat. Like, was there someone better than me? And you get yourself in this negative mindset and this rut because you start to really put yourself against everyone else, put yourself against the average, that you start to question who you are. And that's when you really start to dig down, right? And it was only when I started to like really get super low about that and like be like really beat myself up and like really try and like study more and I was getting more anxiety. I was spending hours and hours trying to catch up and I just wasn't getting there and I wasn't happy. 
that once I identified, you know what, I'm just not happy with how much pressure I'm putting on myself, like I was my own external stressor, until I started talking to other people, that I really opened up the door to become better. And once I shared and identified what was stressing me with someone else, and I was able to discuss it, then I started to realize, you know what, like, now I know that challenging myself too much and putting this extra added pressure is actually doing me worse. So I was able to self-identify after what seemed like months. Uh-huh. And then I started to have actual change after that. So I guess the point I'm trying to say is like identifying it and discussing it can really help with determining what is stressing you and it can help you get out of it. I get you. Right? Like I find like whenever we talk, I always try and make sure that you tell me everything mm-hmm. just so it helps you. That's right? a good point. Yeah. Cause yeah. like it's good enough for me to know, but I want to know what, how you're feeling and just to give you the opportunity to check in with yourself. Right. And it goes both ways, man. Like that's how you get, you know, you and your friends to push each other. Cause essentially you just want the best for everybody. Um, and like, I mean, in terms of what you're saying, like from an outside view and in, you got to understand like you're just as well deserved as anybody else to be in there. Um, everybody, you know, just go off topic, but everybody tests different. People write tests better than others. I've seen some bookworms, but then when it comes to anything physical, they're just, they're terrible. And I mean, to be, you know, any career, you got to be passionate about it. And if you're passionate and you know you understand it, but it's like, hey, you took a test, you're stressed about it, you're anxious about it, which leads you to like, you know, mixing up your thoughts. Like, oh, fuck, I actually, it should have been this answer, not this answer. Yo, it happens, man. Like, it happens to me exactly. <laughs> all the time. And, I know, and I've studied, you know, the worst feeling is like, is when you've studied your ass off for a test. You know, you put a hundred hours in there, you studied all the material. And then you get a test and you're like, dude, what the fuck is this? I don't recognize half of this shit. And then you go, and then I would talk to people. I'm like, how did you, how did you figure it out? And they, they go, oh, you know what? We talked to the professor about this. He explained. So they, you know what? It comes to your it's strategies at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, not in terms of smarts, really. You just got to, I don't know. It's kind of tough to explain. You got to be clever about it. Yeah. Uh, like for for example, you know, studying for physio, it's one thing to learn the book. It's another thing to, if you're that passionate about it, to figure out other ways that you can better learn the material, uh, how you can apply it, you know, physically on somebody, etc. Does that yeah. make sense? It does make sense, and I think you really made a good point with saying that looking from the outside in, um, where a lot of people would love to be, and I'm just as capable as anybody else right and that really solidifies my point of when you become overstressed and reach the point of anxiety your mind becomes tunnel visioned and you really only see what the stress in front of you and you can't acknowledge or appreciate where you are you lose you lose sight of lose that sense yeah exactly you lose that sense of who you are you lose that sense of why you're here and you just become locked in on this thing that's totally bothering you and observing you and eating at what you're dealing with, right? But you made a good point. Like You always have to try and be able to remove yourself and look from the outside in. Exactly, man. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, and there's just there's just lots to trying to do. So being able to identify that stress, and then just being able to find strategies to cope with that stress. I think yeah, the biggest thing is like, you know, if you have a goal, there's always a way to reach it. It might be different to other people because everybody learns different ways. They have different strategies to get there. You know, the hardest thing is like there's no there's no one way that works for everybody. Exactly. You know, somebody can tell you to go do it this way. You can go try it and you can plunk. Mm-hmm. You can they do it another way. Somebody else is getting, you know, strays in. Do that way and it could just fuck your day, man. And, uh, and, you know, even after having a degree, I still don't understand what the best way to study is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I feel like, oh, yeah, you know what? For this class, I'll do images because it seems like it's a class where I can connect a lot of patterns. You know, other classes, I'm like, looking back at it now, I'm like, fuck, I should have just done flashcards only. Because yeah. nothing's connected, just memorization. Yeah. So I wish I had this knowledge, you know, going into things. But, I mean, that's the way, you know, you live and you learn. You get past those barriers. And, you, you know, if you ever want to go back to it, you know, you have this experience behind you. And essentially, that's what you got to do, man. As you live on, you know, you build all these strategies. And this is part of the progression factor of it. And as you continue, you will meet new stresses and you got to hope that, you know, something that you learned beforehand, you can apply now or if it's something new, great. It's another challenge you can learn from because that's how you build your character. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have a character, man, you don't really have much to your name. Yeah, you're right. I think going through different challenges helps develop your personality and your character. And it's really important. So in addition with like you found your way to self-regulate your stress before with listening to motivational speeches. Right. But what else have you done to kind of deal with your stress? Have you found any other strategies that work for you? Man, well, strategy-wise for me, I would say I'm my own worst enemy. Um, I don't want to bother other people with it. So I don't do – I want to say I talk to people as much as I should. Um, but that's just me. And I feel – like I said earlier, that's just, that's, that's my fault. Um, so I like to try, personally, I like to do things by myself. I like to figure out by myself. Just to say, hey, I've done this, i did done that. And, you know, for the people that doubt me, I'd be like, hey, you know what? Fuck you all, I did it myself. I need your help. So I, I got that mentality. <laughs> I know it's, a, it's got some flaws in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't know it. Like strategy wise, like I said, listening to the speeches, it wasn't actually it's because I didn't have the courage to go up to somebody and open up. But you know what? Nobody's gonna know I went on my phone and I searched out those speeches. It's yeah. my own doing. But do you think that even for the last thirty minutes just talking about stress anxiety as a concept and sharing a little bit has helped you or has negatively impacted you identify any other stress in your life? Or do you Yeah, think you it- know what? This is one of those things we talked about earlier where you just get, you know, habituated to everything. And so not until you actually talk about it and you can self-reflect. Because as we're talking, I'm self-reflecting on the stresses that I'm experiencing in my life. I'm like, wow, you know what? I have a hundred different ways I could probably deal with this better. But it's actually about getting out and doing better. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And... And I think it's one of those things that's stigmatized is even if you think about it, when you're going down the street or you see one of your friends and you say, hey, how you, how you doing? And even if you're not doing okay, 
the expectations is you say, I'm good. I'm good, right? And I think that's this whole stigma behind mental health where people are afraid to admit, for the most part, when they're feeling stressed or having anxiety or their mental health is suffering because no one wants to be that person that feels that way. Yeah, you know what? But like in addition, like even this day and age, man, if you tell somebody you're not feeling good, then that person tells somebody else that, hey, this person's being a bitch today. This person's being moody. This person's sad. Maybe we should avoid this person. There's that whole thought process behind it too. Yeah. Because do you yeah. think someone would say that though, if someone's actually admits to someone like, hey, I'm like feeling really stressed and overwhelmed? Do you think someone's going to go around and just... Depends on the person, 100%. Right. Depends on the person, 100%, man. If A lot of people are arrogant. And if they don't like you to begin with, you know, why Why are they even asking how are you? It's just because it's expected. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like if you're talking with your friends, that if you tell them you're feeling stressed, that generally you would go over better. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're talking with your friends, you're 100% right. Yeah, uh, even today just helping deal with one of our friends with with some stress it really just helps address the issue you know and it's we didn't come up with a solution but we came up with a strategy right and do you think like just having a strategy just helps alleviate hey, some you know of the stress strategy is better than sitting there and letting the stress build up yeah and i think just even talking about it just helps to just validate how you're feeling and you know it is normal to feel worried about what I am and it is impacting me and now I have an idea of how I want to go about it because it brings yourself back to earth almost right yeah exactly, so I think man. like using using your friends as your support system and your family as your support system really just helps solidify where you're at and speaking for myself like I had another strategy to deal with my big school stress which is strategy uh well I chose the route of you know what I am not perfect I'm not ever going to be perfect, so I need to accept that I'm going to have to make mistakes and I'm going to have to grow from those mistakes. So the only thing I can do instead of overdoing myself and trying to kill myself to be perfect is to accept it and have more balance in my life and realize that just sitting, studying all day, every day isn't what I want to do. It's not healthy for me and I need to have balance. I need time for myself to read, go to the gym, talk to my friends, and just remove that expectation to be perfect and give myself the opportunity to have more balance and seek those things that I do enjoy. And once I started to do that, I actually ended up still doing okay, like doing just as fine as I did before, but I was happier, right? Right. And just having that balance helped me remove that negative stressor that I put on myself. I think, yeah, but I think with that, a lot of people, the reason they're stressed out in the first place is like, oh shit, now I gotta study for this class. You know what? And then they sacrifice the things they enjoy. Exactly. I, I absolutely agree with you. Once you sacrifice the things you enjoy, you lose out on the things that lose on everything. Really. Refresh you. Yeah. Yeah. You just become this dull person. <laughs> yeah. And I remember talking to one of my friends, and they said, you know, life's about work and like being successful. But I really don't think that's the whole purpose of life. No, if that's your version of life, it's got to be pretty boring to me. Yeah, I think, well, not to be sappy, but life is to be happy and enjoyed. You know what? It's to be happy and enjoyed, but, I mean, in addition to that, you got to work for it. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not 
saying don't go work. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. But it's you got to enjoy yourself along the way. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be stressful times. But you have to be able to enjoy yourself and give yourself opportunity to grow and have balance through these journeys and not become overwhelmed. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Pav? I think we got, you know, through the parts we wanted to get through. What about you? Yeah, I just wanted to make a little summary for this one. I just hope that everyone who's made it this far just takes time to reflect on yourself and identify if you're stressed and what's stressing you. And just try and come up with a strategy for yourself. Like you said, Pav, you really touched on it. It's going to be different for everybody. And everyone's going to deal with it differently, whether they attack it full force and make absolute change to their life or take a step back and incorporate more balance or just talk to somebody or do it on their own or find some other sort of activity that's going to change. So it just takes that mental awareness and the mindfulness to check in with yourself. No, exactly. Um, and I would say, you know what, starting, you know, as soon as you hear this, think about it sit there for you know a good you know 10-15 minutes and be like do I enjoy what I'm doing um you know if you're in a relationship does this person make me happy I mean you know am I happy where I want to be today where do I want to be you know I think the biggest thing is you guys set your goals identify your stressors and and just get over them you know yeah find that strategy that works for you all right man Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to go into the new year a little bit stress-free, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. All right. Thanks to everyone listening. Thank you. Thanks to our audience. All right. Have Table Talk out.